You're listening to the Business of Branding podcast. If you are a creative female entrepreneur ready to connect with more of those heck yes clients, build an irresistible brand, and allow growing your business to feel easier than ever before, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Nikki Arnsman, a brand designer and strategist, a mama, and a little bit of a serial entrepreneur. On this podcast, I share all the strategies, tips, and lessons learned that have helped me build and scale an aligned business. My hope is that the content here will inspire you to go out and do the same for yourself. Okay, listen up. If you are struggling with capturing your audience's attention, AKA you've got low engagement, nobody's replying to your DMs, nobody's commenting on your posts, you've got a lower than you'd like follower count and an overall lack of leads coming in, I can tell you that 90% of the time your messaging is to blame. The good news is there are really simple, easy ways that you can amplify your message, connect with more potential clients, and rise above the noise without having to hire and spend thousands of dollars on a copywriter. Because maybe if you're early on in your business, you're just not there yet to invest that kind of money, but you still wanna be able to make that connection with potential clients. So come join me for my next workshop. It's called Master Your Message. It's free and it's virtual. You can sign up at the link in my bio on my Instagram. I'll throw it into the show notes of this episode. And you can also go to my website, www.nikkiarnsman.com and scroll down to the footer on any page and sign up there. It's going to be Tuesday, February 4th at 1 p.m. And I hope that you will come and join me so that you can learn how to master your message, connect with more clients and make more money. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to another episode of the Business of Branding podcast. I am really excited for today's topic, which is the top 10 website must-haves, as well as some things that you don't need on your website. Um, I work with website design all the time. Um, Right now, I'm currently working on five uh, client websites, and I come across the same things all the time when I get clients who have been in business for some time and for whatever reason they're not getting the consistency that they like Um, they're not getting conversion their conversion rate isn't where they want it to be when people are landing on their website and either turning into clients or at least collecting contact information and in addition to that they aren't even getting the kind of traffic that they'd like to be getting. So, um, and sometimes the bounce rate's really high. What that means is when people are coming onto their website, they're not staying very long. So they're leaving their site really quickly. And that can be really frustrating, especially if you are at a place in your business where you are beginning to invest money into Facebook ads, um, any kind of lead generation, Um, you're working a lot on Pinterest and you're working on driving traffic back to your site, it can be really frustrating that when somebody then gets there, nothing's actually happening. So all the work that you're doing on the back end uh, to be getting people to your site, you want that to actually, um, you want them to stay and hang out. So one of the uh, ways that I like to explain your website is 
is think of it like um, your you want it to feel like your favorite store that you shop in, right? So maybe if you're listening, that's like Target. And when you go into Target, you kind of are led through the store and you know what to expect and um, you're easily navigating around and you find a lot of things that you like and you can spend a whole lot more time than you wanted there uh, and potentially a whole lot more money than what you uh, went in there for. And so that's what your website you know, you want it to be like that. You want people to hang out there, spend more time there, um, and, and find a lot more value than what they had even like planned on finding or came there for. What you don't want your website to feel like, for me, I like to use, use the store like Forever 21, uh, during like a sale week. (laughs) So you go in there, you're just, discombobulated and confused there's kind of like crap all over nothing really is like in the right place um sizes are out of order you can't really find anybody to help you that can really give you valuable help and you you kind of want to leave there faster than you got there and that's what you don't want your website to feel like but I I come across Forever 21 style websites way more than I come across like clean, exciting, fun, Target style websites. (laughs) And so um, I feel like the content that I'm going to share with you today on this episode will be helpful, especially moving into this new year. And if you've kind of been working on new things in your business, updating your services, uh, possibly updating your branding. And overall, just having a sense of like, okay, clean slate moving forward. I want to up my, you know, lead generation game. Maybe you're getting to a place, like I said, where you're thinking about um, investing into Facebook ads or um, Pinterest management. And you're, you're, you're at the point where you're starting to kind of like put more time and energy into the way that you're connecting with clients. And that could be at the very start of your business. And this would be an amazing way to kick off your uh, business is to really go into your website design and or structure from a space of knowledge and education versus like having to uh, fix all of these things and fill in the gaps years down the line. So we're going to dive right in uh, to top 10 website must-haves. So the first thing that I um want to share with you is so incredibly important, which is letting your viewers know what you do and, and, and who you do it for and saying it really quickly and concisely. So this could be something like an iteration of your mission statement or, um, your purpose. Um, overall, this is kind of just like a, what do you do and who do you do it for? And, and what this does is it allows people to kind of vet for themselves if they're in the right place. And you may be hearing this and thinking, am I going to be turning people away? You know, if, if what I say right at the front of my site doesn't resonate with them and you, you're not in the business of serving everybody, right? You're in the business of serving your dream clients at any rate, connecting with more of your dream clients. And so whatever you share on that front page, that first thing that they're seeing, the what you do and who you do it for, you want it to, you want to, you want to capture those people and, 
you'd be surprised how many of those people, when I say those, I mean your ideal clients, are being turned away because you either don't have that or you've got like just a just a confusing website to begin with. So by calling that out, you're saying, hey, you're in the right place. Like, give me a chance, look around, get comfortable, and I'm here to help you. And that's what we really want our website to do. We want our website to build trust. We want people to feel comfortable. Um, I feel like I'm sharing a lot of analogies here or like visual uh, examples. But another way to think of your website is like, it's like inviting somebody into your home, you know, and especially if they're coming from social media or from Pinterest or from Facebook or any of these other platforms that are not controlled by you, right? So that's like being out somewhere with somebody where you have no control of the atmosphere, you have no control of the music, of the energy, of the temperature, um, of the smell, of anything that's going on and then you invite them over into your space where you're fully in control of the experience that they have. You're in control of um, the flow, of the way furniture is set up, of how comfortable they can get there and of the temperature there. You're, you're in control of all of those things. So it would, if you have a website that doesn't quite make sense, it's like inviting somebody over into your space and when they open up the front door, like the door hits the couch. And so they're like squeezing their way in if they even try and come in and they don't just turn around and shut the door, right? AKA leave your website, right? So they open up the door and the door like hits the sofa and then they're there and they're in your space and they're maybe making their way around and then they like need to go to the bathroom and there's like a table in front of the bathroom and then they can't get there, right? Or they want to get into the kitchen to commute, to connect with you and there's a wall in the way. And so they can't really get there. It's just like having the most uncomfortable scenarios for people. You, you want people to come into your space. That's your experience. It's your opportunity to give them a full scope on who you are as a business, who you are as a brand. And like, they can't experience that in a way that is conducive to them becoming a paying client um, or or at least giving you their contact information, right? So we want to make sure that when somebody comes into your space, they can get around easily. Um, they can connect with you easily. They can feel comfortable and know that this space is for them and they are in the right space. So the first thing is, like I said, you want to tell them what you do and who you do it for. So I like to give this a little bit of what I call the five second test. So this means um, showing your website to a stranger or somebody who doesn't necessarily know what you do and who you do it for and count to five before taking the screen away from them Um, and then ask them what you do and who you do it for. So you're giving them literally five seconds to understand what you do and who you do it for. And if they can't understand that, then you need to go back to the drawing board and either rework that message um, or rework the placement of it, right? So we're, we're going to give visitors five seconds to land on your site and figure out that massive, important message. Um, and if somebody can't do that in five seconds, then it needs to be reworked. Like I said, it could be the placement or the messaging itself. The next thing is, um, what do you want your visitors to do? We don't invite people into our home and then 
not give them a glass of water or not, you know, show them around or give them the tour, right? We're always kind of leading them in a certain direction. So you want to do the same thing on your website. You want to tell your visitors exactly what to do. So that might mean, hey, check out this blog post or here, peek at my gallery or here, learn a little bit more about me or check out work that I've um, done. Um, or tell me what's going on with you, right? And make it about them. Uh, you know, pick your path, right? Do you need help with photography or do you need, or are you a photographer and you need help on education? Are you looking for a website? Are you looking for brand identity or are you looking for strategy and, and growth strategy? So kind of help help set them up for success on your website by giving them a space to go. Next thing is contact information. I can't even tell you how many times it is so difficult for me to figure out how to get in touch with somebody, right? If, whenever I begin working on an existing rebrand of a website, I go to their... I. I go to their existing website, sorry, when I'm working on a rebrand for a website, like an overhaul, um, I go to their existing website and I figure out all the places that it's, that aren't working. And those are like the first things that I jot down and implement for, for their new website that I'm going to create for them. And nine times out of 10, it is so hard to get in touch with this person. Um, whether their contact page isn't easily accessed or I get to their contact page and it's just kind of this boring form of of say hi, right? We want to be able to collect as much information as we can when somebody goes to our contact page. And you want to make your contact page very easily accessed and or having another op opportunity to connect with them right in the footer of your site, which would then live on every single page. So another thing is like the days of having like, here's my newsletter, sign up in your footer is so boring. Nobody's signing up for your weekly newsletter. What you want to do is give them a piece of content in exchange for their contact information. So that could be like a freebie or a challenge or a training or something that you've got that would, um, you know, could be a guide that's going to give them something free in exchange for their contact information. And then they land on your email list and they can get your monthly newsletter. Just a little tip for your footer. Um... The other thing is you want to tell them about who you are, right? So you, you must have on your website some information about yourself. And I know there's a huge argument of like, this isn't about me, this is about them. But you letting people know who you are, what you're all about, what your passion is, if you're married, if you've got kids, what you're into, um, how you got started, it's it's all human experience, right? That's an opportunity for somebody to get to know who you are, connect with pieces of your story back to their own story, and 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 begin building trust without you even having to have a conversation with them. So I think an about you is incredibly important. And whether you have a little blip of that on your homepage and then like a learn more button that would take them over to a longer version um, is a great is a is a great mechanism on your site to build trust. Another thing that I like to do, um, and I've implemented this on a couple recent websites that I've done, is like five five fun things to know about me, or five reasons you'll love working with me, right? Or five, f 10 reasons you'll love working with our team. And these are like your core values, right? These are things that are important to your brand, important to your business, and you're calling them out straight up on your website. 
that's a fun little way to implement more of like a graphic uh, visual experience on your website than just having like paragraph out information. Let's see, another one here, we've got um, examples of successful projects, right? Testimonials, um, work that you have done that has been majorly successful. Have you been published? Where can they find more of your work, your portfolio, your gallery? Like making sure that that is front and center, um, especially if you're in a creative space more particularly if you're in a creative space and you want to you want to make like break it down for them like you want to look at weddings you want to look at engagements you want to look at family shoots right these like separated out galleries or do you want to um, look at logo design do you want to look at website design um, do you want to see clients that I've worked with in this genre or this genre or this genre right and start to break out your different kind of projects your different kind of clients and testimonials Another one moving on here is, which I briefly touched on this, is email collection um, via opt-in or freebie. So like I said, the footer is a great, great space for that because it allows it to be on every single page no matter what kind of content they're looking at. Um, so let's just say you've got like a guide and you've got like a challenge or you've got a, a free training that they can watch. You want to make sure that you've got these freebies at the top of your website right so with this is another great thing to do like test out is when you place these freebies beyond your footer right so you've got the footer thing there and that's great we always kind of want to have that but you want on your home page if somebody's going to land on your home page you want them to be able to opt in and get that free guide or get that free piece of value from you without scrolling down your page this is especially important if you are unclear on all of the things that you need on your website right now and you're like oh, I don't really know if my website is keeping people around at the very least we'd love to be able to collect some contact information for them before they spend a bunch of time on our site so having those freebies and opt-ins what we call top of fold what that means is is when somebody is to land on your website on a desktop or on their phone before they have to do a scroll they have access to getting on your email list through a freebie so um this could happen via pop-up this can happen in your footer and this can happen at the top of fold another great space to put opt-ins and collect contact information especially if you are a blogger is right in your blog posts and furthermore at the top of your blog posts so I know that a lot of people um, put these types of things either mid blog post or at the very end like hey if this was of interest to you you know maybe you'd like this free guide um, I would go as far as putting that guide at the top of your blog post and that could be in the form of a graphic or something like that where they can sign up right there and get that before they read on especially important if you are utilizing Pinterest or other ways that you're driving traffic to your blog and that tends to be the first place that people land on is your blog versus your homepage. You want to have an opportunity to collect that uh, information at the top of the post and another reason why it's great to have it in the footer is that no matter what page somebody lands on, they're going to be able to get that, um, that uh, get onto your list. Um, another thing, important one, is social icons, right? So you want to be able to have people be able to access your Instagram, have them be able to access your Facebook or your Pinterest or your Twitter or whatever it is, your LinkedIn that you use um, frequently. But where you don't want to have these is in your header. 
do not put your social icons up near your navigation. The reason why is because they're like flashing exit signs. This was okay before our society was incredibly obsessed with Instagram and Facebook and these other outlets because subconsciously when they go to your site and they see those icons they want it they click it to go and check out your Instagram and next thing you know they're hanging out in their own DM answering things they're looking at now they're in now they're scrolling and like now they're just they're on Instagram now right they're not on your website anymore and if you think they're coming back you're crazy right so do not put those flashing exit signs right up at the top of your inst of your uh, website. You want to put them down in the footer or put them on your about page or other places that are more relevant and appropriate to people checking out your, um, your social platforms. This one is pretty important. Your services. Make sure that you have your services mapped out. People are coming to your website to gather information. That is why they're there. They are not there to do a whole lot more than download content from you, get to know who you are, and get to know what you do, right? That's why that first topic of what do you do and who do you do it for is so important to be right there top of fold on your website, right? And most important next to that is your services, right? People want to know what you do and how you do it. So have a space on your website where you dedicate it to mapping out exactly what you do. How is that process going to be like? What, what's the timeline we're going to work together? What are the different services that you offer? Now, I know there's a top, like a touchy subject of do I include pricing or not. Um, personally, I like to include pricing. I don't really like getting on the phone with people who don't have a clue of what I charge. Um, it makes me more confident in selling, and I also don't have to like feel weird about sharing my pricing and or um, convince people like I get on the phone with people and they're already have an inclination of uh, the ballpark I'm in as far as my pricing goes so at the very least you could put on their base pricing like if you're a wedding photographer um, packages starting at X amount right even if you're in the creative space branding packages starting at X amount coaching packages starting at X amount so if anything you're at least giving them an idea of kind of like where you're at um, when it comes to pricing and like important to note here is that simple is better, right? A confused mind is always going to say no. So it's the same as when you're walking into that Forever 21 store. It feels like a nightmare, right? It's confusing. Things are all over the place. And nine times out of 10 for me, like especially when I have my daughter with me, right? So think about moms who are working from home or other people who've got other distractions going on. It's like, you're just like, get me out of here, right? Like I don't have time to like weed through all of this. Simple is always better. Do not overcomplicate the process. Um, you're in the business of building trust when it comes to people on your website and inviting them into your world and your space. And you want to give them that feeling and give them the energy of everything that you exude when they're t of what their time would be like in working with you. Right, so make sure you always test out your website on mobile and on iPad. Um, a lot of times, you, obviously, if you hire a designer um, like myself, we're gonna do that for you. We're gonna check everything out. But if you are DIYing your site, please make sure that you check everything out on mobile. There's nothing worse than building out your whole site and then like forgetting about mobile. And somebody, uh, I mean, 80% of my traffic comes from from iPhones. So. You want to make sure that if somebody's looking at your website from a phone, all the pages make sense, all the buttons work, and everything is going to the right place. 
So here are um, a couple things that I want to tell you that you do not need on your website and will help you kind of clean some things up. So the one thing you want to do when you are especially like moving into a new year like we are now I know we're moving into February already Um, it's actually I think the last of January today as I'm recording this but you want to remove any clutter so if you're going through your site and you're kind of implementing what I'm sharing here and doing a little bit of a refresh you want to remove any like things that are cluttering up your website so stagnant pages that you're no longer using anymore even if they're hidden um, any broken links right any old events that maybe you are showcasing on your website get rid of that any work that isn't relevant to the work that you're doing now can get rid of that Um, anything that basically doesn't represent what you are today um, and where you're going for the future you can go ahead and remove it off of your site right this kind of feeds into the whole just simple is better concept but in general like you you don't need a bunch of junk cluttering up your site and especially as you move into a new year I don't need to know that you ran whatever workshop back in September of 2019 right get rid of that um list out all the new things you have I know that as a creative or as a coach it's so easy to get caught up working in your business and not really have the time to get to work on your business and what that looks like is when you're working in your business you're uh, coaching clients you're creating things you're designing um, you're editing you're booking you're on sales calls you're doing all the things to keep your business um, moving forward from that perspective and then having the time to work on your business means like working on your own business plan or your own brand um, or your own plan um, your own website making all these kinds of edits and so for me what I like to do And what I recommend my clients do as well is to set the time. So whether that's like two hours on a Friday morning or whenever it is in your week, look at your calendar and literally put into your calendar, um, you know, working on my own business or whatever you want to call it. And that allows you the time to make these kinds of edits and these kinds of changes uh, to your website, to look at your trajectory, to strategize on your own business, and to make sure that you're not just getting caught up in the day-to-day hustle, and one day you wake up and you're like, where am I and what am I doing? So that's super important. Um, Continuing on of things that we don't need on our site, um, you don't need super long paragraphs. So typically people coming to your website um, some visitors will read but all visitors will scan and that's that's just kind of like statistical fact about your website so again if you're doing that work to have people like come over to your site you're paying for traffic um, or anything like that this is so important just to keep them around Um, you can have like places where you have longer length uh, reads like your blog people are going to expect that kind of stuff there or like learning more about you perhaps that could be a longer format paragraph but when it comes to like your services um, testimonials talking about uh, what you do how you do it all of those things you want to keep those sort of I don't want to say bulleted out but you want to keep them in a format that is really appealing to the eye so if somebody were to scan through your site which again majority I'd say about 99% of uh, site visitors visitors are going to scan your site versus sit and read through longer length uh, 
content, then you want to make sure that they're getting the gist quickly. Um, and, and this can be done through a method of writing copy called uh, speed bumps, which I talk about, I'll talk about this in my upcoming training, uh, Master Your Message, which is happening on February 19th. You can uh, sign up for that at the show notes here, but I'll, I'll walk you through what speed bumps look like. And that's really helpful in um, getting your point across, having your uh, content be understood, easily digested and compelling through this format of writing copy. So we can get rid of long format paragraphs unless they're in a place like your blog. Um, the other thing we don't need are dead ends. This might be one of the most important pieces of this whole podcast episode. Um, what you want, what you don't want are dead ends on your website. So what this means is, let's say somebody uh, submits your contact form, right? And they, uh, they go to your contact page, they fill things out. You don't want to once they press submit, you don't want them to just get a thanks, go check your inbox. What you want is for that, because then what happens is they get the thank you. And then again, they're left with that, like, where do I go and what do I do? I'm just going to leave, right? And they're just going to X out. But we want to maximize the amount of time that they're spending on our site, even if they're contacting us. So let's say you are a um, designer or a photographer, right? Or a coach and somebody submits a contact form to work with you. Wouldn't it be so great if then instead of it just saying, thanks so much, go check your inbox, you then you thank them and you send them to a blog post, right? Or you send them to um, a free resource that you have, or you send them over to check out your latest wedding that you just shot, right? Or um, a, a gallery, right? Or you send them over to look at client work and you just give them another place to go to learn even more about you so powerful in in just kind of the ecosystem of your website and it keeps people flowing through your site longer it's the same uh it's the same when you go to your homepage. you always want to have a, a a call to action or something that people can do on your website so whether that is um learning more and it takes them to another page on your site or uh viewing work and it takes them over to a gallery and then on the gallery page in, in your galleries, you lead them over to your contact page to be able to inquire with you. So you're, you continue. This goes back to what I talked about at the very beginning of this episode when I was talking about um, like telling them what to do. That's how you avoid dead ends is by continuing to tell your audience or your viewer what to do and leading them through a um, beautiful journey on your website and through any actions that they might take through having these different call to actions and these different spaces for them to go to go to. Um, Another little tip is even when somebody uh, does opt in for a freebie and they do sign up, right? And then they get that initial email that says, hey, you know, thanks so much for signing up or here's your freebie. It's great for you then to continue to follow up those emails with other things for them to do. Like, hey, here, check out this latest blog post, right? Or here, I think this might be relevant to you. Check this out. And this can all be automated and you're kind of continuing on that trust journey, continuing to give them stuff to do, not just leaving them with a dead end and and leaving them with an, okay, great, hope to hear from you soon um, type of situation. So I hope this is really helpful for you in kind of cleaning up your website, 
knowing what to have on there, what to not have on there, and uh, overall just setting yourself self up for success with keeping people on your website longer and um, getting more engaged with them. And then if you are dabbling in uh, paid ads or you're paying for somebody to run your Pinterest or you're investing your time in running your Pinterest, which would mean you're directing people. When I say running your Pinterest, I mean um, managing it from the perspective of feeding content that you're creating over to your Pinterest to drive people back to your site and increase your traffic and visibility, you wanna be making sure that once they're landing over on your page, they're having like the best kind of experience of you and of your brand um, that they could possibly get. So like I mentioned earlier, some of the stuff I talked about in here in terms of messaging and copy, I'm gonna be talking about on my upcoming training, um, Master Your Message, which is happening on February 19th, that's a Wednesday, at 1 p.m. Eastern time, I think that's 10 a.m. Pacific time. Um, I'd love to see you there, it's gonna be live, I'll be teaching, bring your questions, I always do Q&A, and I am hoping that you will come join. You can uh, sign up at the link in my bio on my Instagram page, you can grab the link in the show notes here, and you can also head to my website and sign up there. So that's all for today. I've got a fun interview coming up next um, with a uh, virtual BFF of mine who has left the corporate world um, to run her family business with her husband which has its own set of dynamics. She's a mom to a little two-year-old. Our daughters are just a short time apart, about um, less than a month, I think. And um, she's so fun and so exciting and has so much fun stuff to share. So tune into that episode next week and have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. <laughs>